Welcome back to the All in the Homeschool Day podcast. I hope that you've listened to the first two episodes in the Take Back Your Days Challenge week. We talked about prioritizing what's important to you and two different ways that you can identify your top priorities. Today, on the third episode in this mini-series, we'll be talking about having realistic expectations for your days. We may have identified what we want to focus on, but let's be honest, things still have to get done. I mean, this is the reality. We may have ideals. We may have things we want to do, but are they actually getting done? So let's look today at how you can have realistic expectations and how when you don't, it really can wreak havoc on your day. As I plan my day, I think about three things, agenda, tasks, and meals. This makes up my daily ATM, hence where the name came from. You can learn more about this and get your own copy at triumphantlearning.com forward slash take back. I have several daily ATM options, and I usually use the one that has space for six tasks because I've learned over time that I can only accomplish a maximum of six tasks in a day. I do have one version that has space for 10, but I try really hard not to use that one. Almost every time that I try it, I never cross all of my items off. And when I go back and look at it, I end up only getting done about six. What happens is that I end up choosing in the moment what to do instead of pre-deciding what I'll get done. I have to remind myself frequently that I cannot do it all. I also have to remind myself when I'm tempted to use the 10 tasks list that if I don't decide at the beginning of the day where I want to focus my efforts, my day will dictate what I accomplish and where I will focus my energies. So how can you decide what to put on your to-do list for the day? I want to share with you three steps that I follow that helps me have realistic expectations when I'm planning my day. The first step is to choose how many tasks you can realistically accomplish. Start with just three. If you do not have some activities such as exercise or a meal prep already running on autopilot, include those in your list. I don't include things in my list that are a normal part of my routine, such as my exercise, uh, when I'm going to start preparing dinner, when I'm going to walk the dog. Those are activities that I have done enough that they're running on autopilot, they're a habit, and I know at what time of the day that they're going to happen. And I plan the rest of my my task time around that. I know how much time I have remaining in my day. But if I have something out of the ordinary, such as at Christmas time, making granola for friends to give away, I will put that on my list because that is not my normal mealtime prep. And so I need to schedule time, some other time during the day to do it. You may have different times during during the day that you focus on different type of tasks. So you could choose a set number of tasks to accomplish during each time period. Um, What I actually do, I have my daily ATM on my iPad, and so I can use different colors. And I like to use anything I'm going to do related to triumphant learning. I write out in gray, and I usually only write one task down. I will write down my contract work in pink. 
and I will usually only write one task. I actually just write the name of uh, the company that I'm doing the work for because I have in my uh, Asana, in my task management system, I have the list of things that I need to do. So it's more that I know I need to do that and I actually have the time scheduled on my calendar of when I'm going to do it, but it's not become so automatic that... I plan the day around it. I want to write that on my to-do list as a reminder to me to not plan too much. And then all of my personal home and school-related tasks, I write in black. And those are usually only three or four tasks. So you could think about it in terms of your time blocks. Maybe you have school time, personal time, work time. Or you could just think about, I have... X number of tasks today that I can do. And like I said, start with three and then see how your day goes. It could be that you can only do three while you are learning how to manage this and how to say no, how to uh, structure your days, and then you can increase. I started with just three initially. What are the three most important things that I want to get done? And now I write down six, knowing that Uh, The items in black are usually the most important and things related to triumphant learning can fall off and that's okay. And there's really only about 30 minutes of contract work that I have to get done. Everything else is great if I get it done, but if not, that can uh, flex to the next day. Now, the second step is to decide what is the most important thing to do that day. What are those top three things that you really want to get done? Depending on how much is going on, you may complete these three and be able to tackle a few more from your master list, but choose the three that you really want to finish. And use the work that you did from the previous two episodes when you looked at your values and identified your big rocks or your juggling balls. Ask yourself if your tasks for the day support those or are they getting in the way? Keep in mind too what your agenda for the day is and how big your tasks that you need to get done are. If I have a really busy day planned, I know that I cannot accomplish as many tasks and I have to be intentional to not write them down on my list so that I don't feel like I'm failing. I might also look at a task and say, you know what, that is just too big to accomplish today. So I'll break it down into bite-sized pieces. I had a friend ask me, well, how do you plan out what to do on that project? Like, what do I write down as the task? Like, well, I break that down so that all of the tasks are actionable items. It's something that I can probably finish in one work session, one day, or whatever, I've, however I've defined that work time. And if not, I'll break it down further. There are times that I can't accomplish a, a task in a single day, but I'll know that going into it. For example, when I was planning this podcast relaunch, I knew that I needed to brainstorm the episode content and that it would take more than a full week, but I've, that I would keep working on it during the time that I've allocated to working on triumphant learning projects. I chose not to write down 
the actual podcast episodes that I wanted to brainstorm that day, I just knew that I would start back where I left off and that I would work for the amount of time that I had allocated. And then when I finished that block of time for the day, I was going to move on, do the rest of the things on my list. The next day I'd come back and I would start working in the same place, right where I left off. So you don't always have to have projects broken down into minutiae details, but it helps to break it out so that it's not so big. Now, the third thing you need to do is to ruthlessly eliminate tasks. Oh, this is so hard. You have to let go of the fear, guilt, and shame that you won't get everything done because you cannot and will not accomplish everything that you want to do. You have to make choices. So you might as well make those choices in advance and ensure that they are supporting your values and your goals. And to do that, you have to ruthlessly eliminate tasks from your to-do list. I love the Eliminate, Automate, Delegate funnel that I learned from Rory Vaden. He has a great TED Talk that explains this, and I'll link to this in the show notes. What he talks about is sending all of your tasks through this funnel and ask yourself, can I eliminate this? Do I really need to do this? And if you do, ask yourself, can I automate this task so that I don't have to do it again next month? And I love automating so many things. I talk about automation and the Flourishing Days framework as a way to gain back more hours in your day and give you all kinds of ideas of how you can automate your day. Then the third question, if you can't automate it, but you have to do it, can you delegate it? You don't have to do everything. There are so many things that I have delegated to my children. And yes, it takes time to train them. It takes time to make sure that they have learned how to do it, that they're doing it right. But in the long run, it is invaluable to helping ensure that our home, our day is running smoothly. I actually have used the responsibilities and privileges list in this process to turn over responsibilities to them and to encourage them to step up to the plate. You can learn more about that in my online store. What he says is if a task falls out the funnel, you cannot eliminate it, you cannot automate it, and you cannot delegate it, then you need to do it. So schedule a time and get it done. And what he says is if you keep pushing that task off to the next day, do you really need to get it done? If it keeps going through the funnel, you probably need to be a little more ruthless when you're at that eliminate stage and ask, does it really need to get done? So instead of thinking about what you're not getting done, imagine the sense of accomplishment that you'll feel when you cross that last item off your list for the day. As I continue practicing these three steps, I improve each day. Some days I fail miserably and I plan too much or I fail to recognize how much of the day that I will be gone or in meetings or I fail to recognize that one of the tasks will take a lot longer than I thought it would. It's a learning process. When that happens, I just roll with the punches. I start fresh the next day. This is not about getting it all right. Just by being intentional and putting in the effort to attempt to create a realistic to-do list, I succeed in accomplishing more of what is important to me. I 
in the attempt to create a realistic to-do list, I already have not put things on the list that I otherwise would have just added and made a really, really long list of things for me to do for the day. So if you haven't already, I want to encourage you to go download your own copy of the Daily ATM at triumphantlearning.com forward slash take back. And be sure to come back tomorrow. We'll be talking about one simple change that can have a profound impact on your day. I'll see you then. Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.